This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 515 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is brought to you by Eco Gold, leader in equine textile engineering. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is from Dan Stewart. Dan has been a successful international trainer and instructor for over 20 years. In addition to the U.S., he's trained riders in Spain, Portugal, Canada, Mexico, Belgium, United Arab Emirates, Greece, and the West Indies. From 2000 to 2006, he coached riders on several United States equestrian teams to success at World Championships, World Equestrian Games, and Olympics. He is the internationally acclaimed author of Ride Right, his widely considered one of the world's leading experts on equestrian sports psychology, biomechanics, and athletics. He teaches clinics and seminars to thousands of riders each year and is the popular guest speaker at many national and international conventions and expositions. Today's tip is about not winning in the warm-up. But first, a word from today's sponsor, Eco Gold. Eco Gold is a team of experts in the field of textile engineering with more than 50 years of experience in high-performance fabrics. Top international riders like Philip Dutton, Karen O'Connor, McLean Ward, Scott Stewart, Sean French, Ashley Holzer, and many more ride in their state-of-the-art saddle pads to, and help them develop new products at Eco Gold. In high-level sports, the right product can give an athlete a competitive edge. And in recent years, there have been several developments in textiles. Just think of sports like hiking, skiing, or cycling, and garments using things like Lycra, Teflon, and Gore-Tex. How about using those high-tech fabrics and smart engineering to improve the performance of our equine athletes? <laughs> well, that's where Eco Gold comes in. With their expertise and contacts in the textile industry, they are able to bring the latest developments in technology to the equestrian market and make the most advanced products to give the horses competitive edge. And they don't have a one-size-fits-all mentality. They use different technologies and different solutions to solve different issues. So ask for Eco Gold saddle pads and protective boots by name at your local tax store, or visit them online at ecogold.ca. Now, enjoy today's tip. You don't have to win the warm-up. All right, you don't have to win the warm-up. Oftentimes what happens in the warm-up is it's kind of like Chicago O'Hare Airport at rush hour. It's just everything is buzzing around. You're getting bumped into the corners. It's like bumper cars. The idea here is that even if the warm-up doesn't go well, it doesn't indicate that your performance, that your, that your show is not going to go well. Um, uh, I was at the U.S. Olympic Training Center uh, uh, last month uh, uh, working with a bunch of different athletes, um, and, uh, and this is uh, one of the swimming coaches was talking to us about Michael Phelps, the, the amazing swimmer from Beijing, the Olympics. Um, Phelps recently was warming up, and he had a tragic warm-up. It just did not go well. He wasn't himself. Um, he was uncomfortable. There was no speed. There was no, there was no power in his stroke. He had a really poor warm-up. He then went into his competition with somewhat lower expectations. He said to himself, you know what? There's good days and there's great days. This appears just to be a good day. You know what? I'll just lower my expectations. I'll just go in. I'll do my best. I'll work on my stroke. 
book, and we'll see how it works out. He broke the world record by over two full seconds that day. In a sport where they're looking to shave hundreds of seconds off, he crushed the world record. You know why? Because he didn't have to win the warm-up. So many of us think that when the warm-up goes poorly that it's going to dictate how the, the competition will go. Just understand this for you and for your listeners. We don't have to warm the win the warm up. The warm up can be one separate entity. And as a matter of fact, um, when we struggle in the warm ups, oftentimes what it does is it allows us to lower the bar a little tiny bit. We'll literally say to ourselves, you know what, good days and great days. This is a good day. All right, so listen, perhaps it's not going to be the greatest day, so let's just go and focus on what we can focus on. Let's focus on singing our song. Let's focus on rhythm. Let's focus on seeing our distances today. Since we lose the focus on greatness, since we lose the focus on this was an amazing warm-up, therefore my competition needs to be equally as amazing, when we lower the bar, when we lower the expectations, we also lower pressure. And when we lower the pressure, we tend to excel. And I think that's what Phelps proved is that when he didn't win the warm-up, he was all right with that. He just proved to himself that when we don't win the warm-up, it lowers expectations slightly. That lowers the pressure, and that increases our potential. There's such a relationship between pressure and potential. And oftentimes when we don't win the warm-up, we lower pressure, and the potential goes up. So it's kind of a neat, it's kind of a neat thing, isn't it, when you think about it? Uh, absolutely. I, I was just thinking how um, after my last warm-up at the horse trial, I, I, Daniel, this is part of it, is that the my, I'm riding a former racehorse, and uh, the, the dressage warm-up is on a uh, – the dressage test and warm-up are on a racetrack. Uh, so he, he crested the hill, saw the racetrack, and we're also on a military base, and it was 8 a.m., and they played Reveille, like the call to the post on the loudspeakers. <laughs> Oh, so great. that to me was my duck, right? It was like, oh, here's your duck. Here you go. You're gonna play that's, Paul that's to the post. Several ducks. Yeah, <laughs> several ducks. Okay. So, well, so I, when I was heading down there, I, I must say that my bar was definitely way low, um, and 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 it, it's it's pretty low. The carryover. Um, from the last dressage experience I had, it set my bar way low. So I guess you're saying there's only, you know, one way to go, and that's up. But uh, c- continue on with this because we, I'm, I'm taking notes as I always do okay. when, when you're on the air. All right. It, 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 it's a, it's a, it can be a bit of an unusual conversation, and, and I hope that we understand this. I'm not saying set the bar so low that you, you can trip over it. Let's not set the bar that low. Um, and this, this, is, this is kind of a neat concept. When we, when we talk about setting the bar, we're talking about creating personal expectations. What do we expect to achieve today? All right? The best expectations are those that we are 60 to 80% certain we can achieve. Okay, so, so there's the range, 60 to 80% certain. So for you, as, as, as you know, going cross-country, are you 60 to 80% certain that you can achieve time, that you can finish on optimum time? If you're 60 to 80% certain you can do that, then that makes for a great expectation. Now, let's say that you are um, 60 to 80% certain that you can go stadium show jumping and 60 to 80% certain that you can get around with pulling only one rail. That's a pretty good expectation. It would not be a great expectation if you said to yourself, my expectation today is to get around and to pull less than five rails. 
because I'm pretty <laughs> sure that you're you're 90% certain that you can pull less than nine rails or five five rails. So so that would be an unreasonable setting of the bar. That would be setting it too low because it's not in the 60 to 80% range. You're 90% certain that you can get around with fewer than five pulled rails. So, so perhaps keep, keep in our minds, you know, looking to the 60 to 80%. What are we, what are we 60 to 80% certain that we can achieve? And then we use those, um, uh, you know, those figures to help us set our expectations. And those expectations help us to set the height of the bar. So anyways, kind of a neat idea. Okay, 60 to 80%. Um, so when you're heading into the warm-up and you see all those people bouncing around and vying for position or running into each other, what should our mental state as riders be? Because obviously we already have the nerves of the competition. And when we're heading into that warm-up area, what is the best thing we can put in our mind at that moment? Okay, well, well, let's remember this. There are two kinds of pre-competition jitters, you know, and, and I think so many riders when they enter into the, to the warm-up arena, they, they understand that they feel jitters, you know. Unfortunately, what we don't often remember is there are two kinds of pre-competition jitters, positive and negative. We actually need some form of pre-competition jitters to get ourselves pumped up. It's often called get in the zone, pump up, you know, that, that sort of thing. When you, when you describe the feeling of being ready, being energized, being excited, just do it, go for it. Those are the kind of emotions that are required for us to do our best. Now, if this is the interesting thing. Those are considered positive jitters. Um, we start to sweat a little bit more. Our palms get sweaty. Our, our, our heart rate increases. Now, here's the trouble. A lot of people feel their heart rate go up, feel their palms sweat, start to feel the jitters, and what they immediately believe is that they're the negative pre-competition jitters. So if one thing that we need to understand is that pre-competition jitters are important because they put us to the mental state where we need to be, the excited mental state where we need to be to perform our best. But what we must avoid is interpreting the positive pre-competition jitters as negative. Can I give you one really good hint, one really good thing that I'd like you to do um, this weekend when mm -hmm. it comes to going into the warm-up arena? Let me give you yes, one tool to work on, okay? First of all, remember that if you're feeling a little jittery, that's, that can help to energize you and put you in a good mood. Do not immediately interpret or assume that that is a negative, okay? Um, sometimes when we assume it's a negative, that's when it starts to um, supersize itself, and that's when we start to doubt ourselves and lose our confidence. But this is a, this is a tool that I've never spoken before on, on the show, and I, and, and I think it would be a really good um, a, a tool for you to use when, when you approach the, the warm-up arena. There's something that okay. we encourage riders to use. It's called a Q word, a word that we encourage you to think about, all right? So, for example, um, uh, one of my riders, when, when, when he jumps, he tends to round his back, and he, he forgets to release the horse. So the rider should say this to himself. He should say, today when I'm jumping, I want to sit up tall. I want to remember to flatten my back. I want to avoid roaching and bending my back. And I also want to remember to release because I have a tendency to forget to release. Now, it's really important for that rider <clears throat> to say all of those things to himself when he enters the warm-up arena. However, I think we all agree he'll be a little bit busy at that time. He'll be a little distracted at that time. He doesn't have time to think about, okay, I've got to sit up tall, I've got to avoid um, roaching my back, and I've got to remember to release. It probably doesn't have the time or the focus to say all of that. So what we encourage riders to do when they enter the warm-up arena is to 
condense all of that great stuff down into a cue word. So let me give you his example. His word is star. He says to himself when he enters the warm-up arena, today I'm going to be a star. I'm going to ride like a star. Now, star is his acronym for sit, tall, and release. S-T-A-R, sit tall and release. All he thinks about when he goes in the warm-up arena is star, sit tall and release, sit tall and release, sit tall and release. Because he takes a cue word with him to his warm-up arena, he has a predefined something to focus on. And that's what warm-up arenas are. They're, they're, they challenge our focus. Do we focus on the, the riders in the arena or do we focus on ourselves? This gentleman has learned to focus on himself by understanding that in order to compete his best, he must sit up tall and he must release. So he came up with, with the word star, S-T-A-R. Another one of my riders, his word is ice. I can endure. Um, uh, a wonderful lady that I work with um, out in, uh, in Colorado, her um, keyword is super. And she, her super, uh, the acronym is succeed under pressure every time. Succeed under pressure. Every, so super. When you think about it, what we're doing is we're just finding an acronym, a word that we can use as a cue. So instead of focusing on what's happening in the warm-up arena, you focus on your predefined productive word rather than getting into the, the warm-up arena and focusing on the destructive. So there's you know difference between productive and destructive. The destructive emotions in the warm-up arena are focusing on others, how well everybody else is doing, how come they take that line. I thought it was my turn to go to the fence. Instead of focusing on what we cannot control, we want to focus on what we can control. So try that this weekend. Will you? I want you to come up with the Q word. Three or four letters are best. You can go to five, but no more than that. Three, four, or five letters are best and find a word that works well for you um uh, uh, i've been writing this down daniel and so far the only word i can come up with is raula raula <laughs> it's great <laughs> now, if you if you have trouble um and, and, and i think this is really neat um if you have trouble you can move away from a word and you can come up with a catchphrase you know for example um uh i work a with a wonderful um pentathlete he, he was he competed in moscow last weekend um pentathlon it's show jumping running fencing shooting swimming um he doesn't have a cue word he's got a Q phrase. His phrase is run on empty. Run on empty. That just means at the end of his competitions, his, his tank needs to be empty. He's not going to save anything uh, at the end. He's going to run on empty. Another one of my riders, their catchphrase is headline news. I love that. Head means look up where you're going. Line means focus on the line to every uh, approach, to every fence. And they, that rider has a new jumping position. So they focus on headline new. Their catchphrase is headline news. While she's riding like a competition, it. she's saying headline news, headline news, headline news. Head for look up. Find the correct line. Remember my new position. So anyway, okay. you know what we're doing is we're just predefining focus. We're predefining something that we can focus on, and that comes out when we get into a situation like the warm-up arena that, uh, you know, tends to take our focus away. So it's a preemptive attack uh, uh, on, on um, the warm-up arena. 
Um, if we mm-hmm. wait till we get in the warm-up arena, sometimes it's too late. You need to have a tool defined beforehand so that when you can get in there, you can focus your focus in a productive way rather than in a destructive way by focusing on everybody else. So give that a go. I think I, 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 got, I got it. Everybody repeat after me. Raua! <laughs> it's my chance. It means relax and woe using abs. <laughs> don't pull okay. your abs. <laughs> so listen, don't feel bad if I don't use that in my new book, all right? If, if, it, doesn't make, if it doesn't make the book, don't feel, you know, that, that, that you're anything less than great because it ain't going to make the book. No, not going to. If you can make a better word out of that, you're the pro at this. So anyway, Daniel Stewart, Raul, and thank you so much for being on the show today. I just, I feel so much better already, actually. So I'm going to put, I'm going to put these notes into place. And um, I really am probably, you're, you're, I'm your best student because I hear your voice in my head all the time and I've never even met you. (laughs) Uh, Well, listen, Raul is going to be, you know what, Raul is Perfect. I want you to use it tomorrow. You know why? Because it makes you laugh. It makes you laugh. <laughs> and I don't care how great sports psychology techniques or mental coaches are. If you can laugh, you got it all figured out. You got it all figured out. Well, there you go. Thanks to Dan and the whole gang over at Horses in the Morning for that tip. To listen to more interesting conversations on the Horses in the Morning show, from which this tip is an excerpt, just go to www.horsesinthemorning.com, where each and every show is archived chronologically. This excerpt's show was originally posted on September fifteenth, two 2011. You can also hear more tips from Dan Stewart at www.horsetipdaily, and on the left border you'll see the experts drop-down menu. Each and every expert is alphabetized and easy to find. You can go to www.stewartclinicsplural.com and you can find Dan's clinic schedule and the Ride Right certification program. Please stop by the Horse Tip Daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place to tell us about topics you'd like to hear us cover. You can subscribe to all of the great shows of the Horse Radio Network through iTunes or Zune and get your horse podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPod, Zune, or MP3 player. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, go ride your horse! The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily. (laughs) 